Looking to find collectible figures at low cost with superior customer service? Fanboy Collectibles is one of the largest retailers of high-end collectibles on the east coast of the USA. Carrying a full array of hot toys, enter-based, sideshow collectibles, 3A and all the top manufacturers. The Mexican International Package is shipped daily, all fully insured with tracking number and securely packed. Getting it to you as quickly is important, but not as important as your collectibles arriving in pristine condition. Are you looking to pre-order an item to guarantee you don't miss it when it's released? Well, Fanboy Collectibles does that too. If you've got a question about an item, give them a call, shoot them an email, or even leave them a message on their Facebook page. Fanboy Collectibles is available full-time to respond to you and to get your items to you as quickly as possible. Anyone can make a sale. Fanboy Collectibles knows the key to being successful is repeat customers. That comes from doing the right thing by you and making customer services their priority. Fanboy Collectibles. For some it's a hobby, to them it's an obsession. Hello and welcome to the episode 37 of the Hot Toy Cast, the podcast where we discuss all things high-end action figures from the likes of Hot Toys, Sideshow, Collectibles, Starius, Mesco, and many more. With me here today are Jeff Parker and Michael Crawford, and we have a special guest with us actually. We have Vijay Shada. That's I'm pronouncing. I'm a, did I pronounce that well? Was that a good pronunciation or was that really bad? You can say so. Yeah, it's pretty good. That was pretty good. I was, I was pretty, pretty impressed good. with that. Yeah, pretty good. <laughs> Better than I can pronounce it. <laughs> <laughs> so Vijay Chetta from Molecule 8 design. And of course, uh, Molecule 8 have been a hot topic lately on, on a lot of uh, social media and things like that at the moment because they're producing some very, 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 very interesting stuff. Um, Vijay, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, what, what you guys are about? Just to open things sure, up a little bit. Yeah, um, yeah sure. Um, my background's actually in video gaming. Um, I started off uh, in 1990 um, dealing in uh, Japanese and um, American video games. And I did that till about 2000, basically uh, retail and sales and distribution. Then I moved from, from that into video game development for about 10 years um, and did everything from game development across all the major sort of uh, console hardware manufacturers and um, did uh, sales, marketing and publishing across uh, North America, Europe and, uh, and Japan. So um, in 2011, I took a break from the video games industry, started um, looking at my toys and um, started oh, territory messing there. about. And, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> and, uh, I don't have much of a collection left now because it's all been taken apart so <laughs> uh, to get to to get to this point so what started out as a hobby um just um sort of dissecting figures and uh, using artists and digital artists and engineers from uh, from my gaming uh, connections um i started to sort of dabble in making figures making some making some busts and stuff and uh yeah and then um in uh, 2015 actually uh we formed um molecule eight um over in the UK, um, obviously I spent a lot of time in Asia, so Hong Kong and Japan, and obviously in um, in Los Angeles, all for strategic reasons, and um, and started um, building out what you're what you're currently seeing. Cool, excellent. Right. Next question, there, lads. Uh, well, I'll go a second. Hey. So. Um, Vijay, what's uh, what's sort of the goal of the company? What are you hoping to accomplish in the market over the next few years? Um, it's an interesting question. My first goal is actually <laughs> deliver the endoskeleton and uh, deliver John Lennon. So that's like kind of the all-encompassing goal um, at the moment. 
movement. Um, for me, I mean, the main thing for me is collectors pay a really high price uh, for figures, and, and we've all paid. I'm sure we've all paid over the odds for certain figures that we've realised we wanted to get a hold of. So for me, it's it's about how much quality can we really deliver um, within, you know, keeping keeping to the price points that exist in the market. How much innovation can we really introduce? into into figures right now because it's one of the very few industries as far as i can see that hasn't had um as much innovation as all other consumer electronics or you know um or automobile or whatever you know other industries that there are so so the goal for me is just to work with the team that we've got um and just try to hit a really really high standard in figures and keep innovating not to just develop this first format and say, hey, look, we've delivered a format and let's just churn out as many licenses as we can across all these different licenses. It's to, it's just to continually raise the bar, uh, like any other industry, which are extremely competitive. Um, just take the video games industry. Um, and uh, we're this very sort of particular part of the of the uh, high-end collectibles, which is, you know, articulated figures with actual likenesses, really cool costumes, is, um, is a space where I think... Uh, we can do a lot of good, shall we say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jeff? Yeah, I'm just going to say, having seen, obviously, the endoskeleton on your website, which does look amazing, and hi, obviously Jeff. John Lennon. <laughs> hi, hi there, hi there. Yeah, um, I've never, I I never got introduced to you by these guys. They oh, just right, died. okay. It's time to say hi. Sorry about that. <laughs> early in the morning for me. Very pleased to meet you. I'll give you a, a virtual handshake. Um, now, I was going to say, what, what have been the biggest hurdles to get to where you are now? Because obviously on the website, we're seeing this incredible likeness of John Lennon. And I've read uh, on, your, on, the, on the Facebook page that, you know, you, you've got the blessing of, uh, of Yoko Ono. Et so I'm just thinking, what, what, what have been the big hurdles to get where you are now? Um, I'll be honest with you. Even when I started looking at this in 2011 and up until, even up until 2015, you know, it was like, do we or don't we? Because what you see as an actual figure, I mean, there are complex, there are so much, so many complexities, right, to actually building and licensing and uh, funding and everything, right, to production, to distribution and sales. I, what I wanted to make sure when we set up the company that we could cover everything from A to Z and use all the, all the previous experience. So it's even though I've developed lots of video games, had large teams and so on and so forth, it was actually going and obtaining licenses which i found very quick found out very quickly it was not easy to do sitting in the uk most of the uh, license holders are either based in japan or they're based in um in america so that was the first thing and so you can understand strategically why we've set up offices directly in those territories to actually actually coordinate liaison and build those relationships and then in terms of um the body um, I've seen so many companies uh, build out these uh, articulated, ball-jointed, cumbersome figures shall, uh, figures, shall we say, which I call like a format, right? Almost like a hardware format. Yeah. So, um, and I thought, okay, look, how are we going to actually, rather than just sticking a, a costume on and a head on, how are we really going to stand out from everyone else? Which, let's be honest, other than uh, the major companies that are out there, everyone else has struggled, right? Either they've got the quality and not enough properties or they've got properties and can't really deliver on the on the actual likenesses or the quality of the costumes mm. so licensing was a was a challenge initially but once you break the back of sort of one of them right the others kind of like um come along right and especially because yeah. we could show stuff as well and show that you know we've been in business before we we know how to conduct ourselves because for license holders i think it's 
just making sure that you're going to respect the property, um, not not just from a product point of view, but just once you hold that branding, it's it's had millions, if not hundreds of millions, invested into it, right? And and just to make sure that you 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 honour that correctly. So I think that's the key thing. And then the artists and everything um, that we've got on board, um, it, that was also <laughs> also a challenge because you initially start out pinging them via Facebook in the in the first thing they think is that you you're uh, you're trying to uh, stalk them or something or yeah. you're trying to get you know a head sculpt done which is unofficial because you don't really own the license because the licenses licenses all seem to be owned by everybody else so how could you possibly yeah. have a license so are you just trying to get a custom head done for five hundred dollars but you want the exact likeness so so there was a lot of traveling involved and in actually going personally visiting uh, these people and uh, artists or legends or whatever you want to call them and then speaking to them face to face explaining the vision of what it is that we wanted to what's do different about us how can we actually deliver this because everybody else finds it so tough and there's so many delays and there's so many years and so many challenges and um and i've faced all of those in the gaming industry which is you know can be 10 times more complex um so after all of that we were slowly but surely got all the pieces of the puzzle together yeah and there are pieces to the puzzle and uh, stop me if i'm carrying on too much no 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 no, 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 it's good carry on this is like uh, I don't really do interviews. Even in, when I was in the gaming industry, I did hardly any interviews, uh, especially podcasts. I mean, I didn't know what podcast was when um, <laughs> when Michael contacted me. I had to look it up. So, uh, <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. So twenty um, first century. And, man. Uh, uh, <laughs> and, um, and and basically, I'm also um, sort of emoting and, and giving you some sort of uh, um, some sort of insight into what I've been doing in Japan for yeah. the last week, where I, where I currently am. So, uh, so yeah, it's all exciting and it's all good, and it's and every day that I'm working on it, and especially with the, all of the team, um, you know, it's worth it. It's extremely worth it, especially the comments yeah. and everything that we see. It's like, okay, you know what? We're definitely on track. We know exactly what we're doing. We're getting the feedback that we're doing by doing the early reveal, which has been absolutely invaluable. Um, and it's well, it's landed me here, right, with you guys. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so let, let, let's talk us a little bit about the John Lennon figure, actually. Uh, let, let, let's, yeah. let's just well, how, so how far along is the figure, and you know what's mm. what's what's happening there with all the John Lennon expected days, and what, what's the expected shipment for those who have pre-ordered it and stuff? Because obviously, you know, lot, oh, lot, lot, um, lot we're about we're, we're about eighty there um, in terms of um, uh, John Lennon. So um, the current date that we put out there is for end of July is looking when we're looking to ship, and also. When we announced John Lennon, um, it was also a case of we had so many inquiries, not not just from you know um, from collectors, not just from retailers, you know specialist retailers that said, "Hey, we've seen this, we want to have it." We also got approached by some major um, uh, distribution partners as well that oh. said, "Look, we know what you're doing." Had long chats, conversations with them, made sure that we had like-mindedness uh, approach or kindred souls, if you want to if you want to call it that, mm. and. Um, once those were done, you know, they said, look, you know, we'd love to do this. And they are, they're up on our website, right? So we're going to be continually announcing them. And um, basically they said, look, you know, we we also need time and um, we'd love to do a really good job on this stuff and uh, planning out for all the trade events that are coming out. So um, then we and then obviously looking at where the where the figure is, is in development as well. Well, uh, we decided to shift shift the release date, uh, shipping date, sorry, to to July. Do you, do you find you encounter like when you are trying to set up business and stuff like that? Do you, do you find that that if you do encounter people that are kind of into what you're doing, they become a lot more uh, re- reasonable? Is is that what you're kind of like? You, you kind of hinted at it a few few sentences ago that that you know um, few kindred spirits, like, if you will. Yeah, I mean, look, 
Actually, you're gonna have to repeat that question again. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. As, as, as in, you know, do you find that when you're going to just uh, finding all these distributors and people approaching and stuff like that, that it is, it is the people who enjoy well action figures and and like your product that that kind of are more inclined to help and. Do you find that actually when when you're going around different um, places? Let's 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 look at it this way. Um, from a revenue point of view, from a business standpoint of view, I mean, I don't know. This this industry could be worth maybe half a billion, something like that. Maybe two hundred million to five hundred million, something like that. So it's it's a reasonable size industry. But I mean, for me, is that the characters in this um, in this industry are fantastic. There's a lot of collaborative people, and um, mm. there's it's not so huge that that nobody you know you come across someone you never heard of so i mean i've heard of michael obviously right i mean i mean his site's been invaluable to me right uh, over the over the years right to go and read and, and see what people are doing and uh it's very interesting that the very sort of youtubers or bloggers or, or website um reviewers and even people in the trade that you sort of come across sort of in the odd sort of um, meeting, um, you know, the license sales, uh, you know, it's it's all very collaborative and they all seems to be, everyone seems to be reasonably friendly and um, and everyone said, look, if you need a hand, if you if you want to, if you, if you need any advice or let's give you some advice or if you, you know, if you need any connections, um, everyone's been so far has been has been extremely helpful. I don't know if that answers your question. And collaborative. So I haven't had any kind of negativity or, or doubtfulness or anything like that because it's, it's all about meeting people face-to-face and then having these kinds of conversations, right, to make sure that, you know, it's, uh, we're not sort of like here today and gone tomorrow <laughs> sort, gotcha. sort of thing, right, which I, which I can understand, right, from collectors and so on and so forth. I, I, I've been a collector myself, and I'm always even dubious from buying from eBay, right, so uh, let alone setting up a company and offering figures to everybody out there. So, mm. uh, yeah. Indeed. Mm. Jeff? Mike, rather, sorry. Mike. Nope, me. Um, so we know that uh, the uh, tremendously talented uh, K.A. Kim did the yep. head sculpt for John Lennon uh, that mm-hmm. we've seen, and everybody have gotten a lot of positive feedback, I'm sure, because uh, what I've seen, everybody's really pleased with it. Um, so did, did she do the second? I know that we had talked about uh, on your site yep. a second singing portrait. Uh, is uh, Kim doing that, and um, when can we expect to potentially see it? Um, in the next, uh, I think by Wednesday, we're actually going to be um, releasing the first unpainted head. It's actually finished. Um, the unpainted head is finished. So like, I'm giving you up to the date information, and the painted version should be in the next four or five days. So Excellent. expect the reviews. I mean, I've seen it, and it just knocked me back. I thought the first one was good, but this was just awesome. And this is not like I'm taking an opportunity opportunity to do a bit of marketing or you, you'll see it for yourself so it's just my personal opinion and uh, well, everything i say is my personal opinion right everyone should have an opinion and, well, but well me, kim is kim's a tremendous talent so you know we yeah. expect to yeah. be pretty yeah. amazing yeah yeah mike yeah. Jeff, rather, God, I'll get yeah. <laughs> So, uh, moving over to the endoskeleton again, which I have to admit has is, is got me really excited, seeing the, uh, the, 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 the images you've yeah. got on your website. Um, and obviously, this is a totally newly developed body that you're, you're creating here. Mm-hmm. Um, can you give us some idea of the, the genesis of this, you know, how it came to be and how yeah. you decided sure. that was the way forward? Yeah, Sh- sure. I- I'll, give you a, I'll give you a complete break. I took every single body that I had. I took the, took the Hot Toys bodies. I took the the DID bodies, I took the Enterbay bodies, the RM5, the BL2, um, 
I took the uh, I even took the um, Carlitos Way body, which was I got a terror, I was almost in tears when I had to do that. Um, <laughs> uh, the, uh, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, you can imagine, right? Um, and um, you know, I'm a big fan of Ardman. I had some friends working there, so I was looking at stop motion. Um, I was also looking at um, some of the stuff that um, Rovo Jin was doing. Um, several years ago as well. I don't know if you're familiar with him. Um, and, uh, you know, he was playing around with um, Armature and stuff like that. And um, obviously, I, you know, I, I, I was just looking at Armature and obviously the Fison body was out there. Mm, yeah. Um, but be- just before that, back in 2011, I was taking all these bodies and over 2012, 2013, these bodies were coming out and some rubber bodies were coming out, etc. I just started taking them apart and I just thought, you know what, there's still a problem with these things because everything that we're doing is not like something totally totally unique it's all about design and uh, and accuracy right so um so taking those things if you want to call them that that exist out there in the market all we've done is taken it and said uh, a bit like nintendo really and uh said look you know how do we recycle this package this up really really well but also make sure that the materials are right um and and that that's been that's been a really really key for us. And for me is when I go and buy a Spider-Man figure or a Batman figure or anything that needs to be, or even a Lord of the Rings figure, um, when they have to be dynamically posed, it just loses the illusion, right? It's almost like playing a video game and then suddenly the frame rate drops or yeah. it glitches or, or, or an animation pops and you just lose that experience. So I think. I think that's a really good word actually experience and so well what i wanted to do with these figures was just create a completely different experience it wasn't like for everyone it was like what do i want to see what do i want it to do so after taking all these plastic bodies and uh, pvc or what abs or whatever you want to call them and pom joints and then um you know sort of taking them apart and then putting them together and then spent sort of weeks or whatever putting the whole booklet together and saying right okay this is what we're going to use from here and it just dawned on me that this is not going to work so i stepped away from it and then i, I saw iRobot I just saw something on the um, internet where Will Smith is actually facing um, you know the actual robot itself and I thought hmm okay so like if we really want to make this a reality how are we going to do that and how are we going to actually make it articulate and then um, how are we going to make it move and you know what what systems are there going to be that we're going to be able to you know, bring into, you know, making the clavicle move or making the scapula move, mm. which are kind of obviously the key parts, right? And then how's the skin going to move over them and all sorts. So we had tons and tons and tons and tons of ideas and they've all been distilled down into this Mark One, is the simplest way to put it because you can imagine yeah. how far. So we started off with a really big ball of clay, probably like Miss Kim does, and then um, just took, took parts away, <laughs> took parts away and then added bits back until, until we got to the Mark One. Um, yeah. And, um, and the Mark One is there, obviously, for a reason because we're already planning to innovate on that, right? Further down, further down oh. the line. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the closest thing it kind of reminds me to, and mm-hmm. obviously yours is, uh, you know, it's a, it's miles away from it. With the old, um, what was the name of the company? Uh, Heavy Industries, TOA. Uh, oh, they yeah. did like, yeah, and because uh, that had some really lovely kind of movement on the spine and the way that the kind of the the abdomen all yeah. moved. And looking at your 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 endo, it kind of it, it has that feeling where it's very anatomical. Um, and I know with Eamon as well, coming from a background of sort of illustration and life drawing, it just really it's just really pleasing to look at because you're oh, thinking, yeah. yeah, you can tell where every bit of thought has gone into every joint and how it's all going to kind of like uh, going to move. So uh, 
yeah, it's, it's it's an exciting thing to look forward to. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm really curious. Uh, how how will the hands and feet and the heads attach? And you know, how how okay. how can this be body be? Uh, you know, how can this body be used with heads for other companies? Can, or can it be okay. used with other companies? It, will this all be molecules in their own system and stuff like that? Can you give us a little bit of details on that? So, there, there was about three questions there in one. Yeah, yeah sorry. To... How will things attach? Essentially, how will things? You know, I kind of, I, 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 Michael was kind enough to uh, send me a couple of direct me to a couple of podcasts to to uh, to have a look at, and I didn't know if it was PR or just to warn me. <laughs> so, <I'd>, uh, <laughs> so thanks for that, Michael. I was forewarned at least about that. Hey, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> so let's tackle the, the first question, which is about the uh, attaching and detaching parts. So the endoskeleton was designed. Um, to be an anatomical correct uh, product, but it wasn't just divine, divine, designed to be one six. It was designed to be one six, one quarter, or for for any height, uh, basically. And obviously, you all know the restrictions uh, with one six scale and um, how microscopic certain elements can get, right? Like hands or feet and and, and heads and stuff. So um, the the hands are interchangeable. So uh, I can't tell you any more than that. So there'll be pre Pre, pre-posed hands, interchangeable hands for one six scale. Uh, obviously, the feet will be uh, replaced with uh, boots for, for John Lennon. And the head um, is something I can't reveal right now. The most important thing I can tell you is that when we would, when I suddenly switched from the traditional um, sort of um, PVC ABS plastic bodies, I hate saying plastic bodies because it's like, I don't want to undermine like what everybody's got out there and everything that I've, I mean, I've spent tons of money on, on figures myself, right? So it's like, um, it's a bit strange uh, to, to say that, but now they've all been like sort of like dissected, it's, I'm, I, I don't feel too bad about it. But uh, anyway, so the, um, for the quarter scale, that opens up really good opportunities. So a lot of the licenses that we have, we took quarter scale as well as one six scale because for uh, this is obviously, and this is also speaking to some of the other guys that have, that have approached me and spoken to me from the industry, is that it's the one scale. It's not just for articulation, movement, um, uh, but also it opens up um, opportunities for costumes and, and the layering of co- costumes and and uh, and how facts fold it and and so on and so forth. And it's the one scale that I feel that for uh, for figures, it's, it's it's ideal to be able to express a vision almost perfectly so that's just to give you a bit of insight what we're planning for one quarter uh but obviously lennon is is one six yeah um and we're not being if, if we set out to follow everybody else is doing then then we're not really achieving our goal we're not really setting out to achieve the innovation because then all we're doing is falling back into into a someone else's slipstream which is not what i'm looking to do it's not about following it's about leading and uh, the most important thing i'll go back to again it's it's providing a different type of experience and i think for me when i get figures or when i see unboxing videos i i just I just feel that there's the level of experience that's required. And maybe that's me coming from the gaming industry because you can have a game that constantly have these arguments in the studio with uh, artists versus programmers. Like, we can make it look good, yes, but us programmers are the ones who make the experience well Mm. and make your fix look, not just look good, but play well, the game plays well. So that user experience side of it is constantly drummed into us because if the game doesn't play well, you're not going to sell a single unit no matter how good it looks, right? Well, you may sell a single unit. You get my point. So that's where the experience I keep going on about comes into these figures is that how can we enhance that continually? 
and uh, we've got some really good ideas for that but that'll they'll they'll come about over the over the uh, next sort of six to twelve months I see. So that was that was very interesting what you said there about but the, the hands and the so, so the the John Lennon at six the, so your six scale figures will have interchangeable hands and feet, and obviously yep. you're 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 saving something special there for the head and and, and things like that. But for so for for quarter scale, can we expect maybe articulated hands and feet and stuff? Um, I'll throw that over to Mike. We can answer that for me. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Yeah. I mean, look. Yeah, I mean, um, we're. We're focused on John Lennon right now. Yeah. Um, and that's got to be the absolute priority. Um, we try to do everything step by step. And then for quarter scale, I'll go back to what I just said previously. It's the one scale where we're really able to express yeah, gotcha. what we want to see in a figure. Um, cool. In the future, if we can do it at one six, great. But that's something we'll look at in the future. Uh, but for one quarter, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm super, super excited um, yeah. to be able to have some. Because all licenses, all formats, everybody, every company's got a different structure on what can what can be done, what can't be done, what's available, what's not available. Mm. So uh, it's 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 tricky and it's not easy. But uh, but the thing is, we, we'll do the best that we we can do with what we've got. And even if for me, it doesn't matter what's been out before, because the way I set out with the team is that one of the goals was is that right now the way i see figures everything's like being developed on playstation one technology uh, standard definition how mm-hmm. can we start to the playstation 4 with high definition quality right so that's the leap that ideally you know everybody should be should be focusing towards and we'll push towards that but hopefully it'll push everybody else to raise their game as well and it can only be good for collectors right so i'm having this conversation with you but i'm switching between 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 being a, a company production guy to a collector right because yeah you know what i mean right you've got to have you've got to have both both heads right really to be in this game so. innovation, innovation. Yep. yeah okay next question yeah, that's okay. Yeah, I'm going to jump to uh, talking about the the thin skill, skill silic- blah, 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 blah. Yeah. silicone skin uh, yeah. covering the skeleton. You know, we've mm-hmm. talked about that when and everybody's trying to envision what that looks like in their heads mm-hmm. because they're used to you know either the skeleton, the skin covering the joints, and then you get kind of that puckering, uh, especially around the yeah. knees and the elbows. Or is it possible that the skin is covering? like just the upper arm and there's a more traditional joint and then the forearm has skin covering it separately so that's kind of what we're trying to get a feel for can you tell us anything about that is it like (laughs) one big chunk of skin or is it lots of little pieces is it like the terminator um yeah i i I, um look you got there is limitations to what can be done right yeah uh today so what i can what what i saw when i was um messing about with the fison body and some of the others um was the fact that the actual skeletons themselves had no volume to them. They were just very basic sort of matchsticks and matchstick kind of like frames. And it's like, and then just a load of silicone, should we call it, uh, poured over the top, top, right? And it, like, there's a slight imbalance here between the, the, um, the mass of the skeleton with the skin, right? Mm-hmm. So that was one of the things that we wanted to, wanted to sort out, which mm-hmm. I think we've done to a degree with, which, which is reasonable at this point um, that's manageable for us um, and then to supply then to put the the skin like material over the top so um, is your question about how um, the materials for the hands or the connection points for the hands the connection that are attached points. to the body 
the connection yeah. points, aren't they? The connection point, the connection points actually, where we've got two or three different types. In because when we when you do development on anything, uh, whether it's software, whether it's designing for these toys, you always run parallel lines, because you've got to have the basic plan that you can do. Then you've got what's possible, and then you've got your vision for what 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 can be or could be possible. So right. Right now, it will be one of three options that we've got, which we will disclose as soon as we lock that in. But it's just to make sure that it goes through the QA process and the test, sorry, the testing process mm -hmm. and to make sure it's good enough before we say, hey, look, this is what it's exactly going to be. No, so, I think that's a smart move. Yeah, because otherwise otherwise we say, hey, we're going to do this and we're going to deliver that and then you don't. And you've seen it in video right. games a thousand times. Yep, this game's running at 1080p, 60 frames per second, then it comes out and you're going to have to wait six months for a patch. And by that time, everyone's forgotten about what the problem was in the first place. So, 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 yeah, and we don't have that luxury, right? Because what you see is what you get. And, uh, well, and you, you don't have that luxury either because you know this market and you know how they will, you know, they love to eat companies alive when they don't deliver on what they mm. promise. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I've, and I agree with you, Mike. And I've seen a lot of comments, people asking, what about this? What about that? And why, why can't we see the whole figure? Um, and it's like, well, what I wanted to do was to make sure that everybody could see the process. Good, mm -hmm. bad, or ugly, it makes no difference because I'm totally confident in the final product. Mm. So, um, And people speaking about it can only be good, and there's no such thing as bad press. So, um, And I learned all that in the hard way from the gaming industry because uh, they can be pretty brutal as well. Oh, <laughs> probably, yeah. probably the same guys, right? Probably the same. <laughs> yeah, they'll be the same people on the same forums giving you a hard time. <laughs> and it's fine. It's good. I mean, as I said, everybody's entitled to opinion. And you know what? Sometimes in there, um, I read the comments and uh, from people, and uh, I've seen some really sort of uh, strange ones. But sometimes if you just sit there, take all the emotion out of it uh, as, a, as a businessman, and then you're trying to analyze what the guy's actually trying to say and what yeah. he's actually seeing, and then you know what there's sometimes there's some logic in there and uh, you know what that's something we need to have a look at because i know what the guy's saying he may not have actually positioned it right and there might be a lot of uh, profanity in there but it's actually quite helpful so i, so I often you must, myself, you must so, have yeah. to develop a thick skin uh, well, uh, uh, <laughs> not skin at that not, not too thick. <laughs> otherwise yeah. it won't you know, it won't feel right so yeah I, I think that the marriage between the skeleton and the skin again it's another experience right which we go back to so every element has to be an experience so um and um, and john lennon um has been um, a fascinating fascinating project to work on for, for many many reasons and for personal reasons oh, so um, i'm really really glad it's it's the first one that we're doing and um you know it's uh it's been surprising not surprising but illuminating and surprising of uh, the amount of fans that there are actually out there for, yeah, for yeah. Uh, which is fantastic cool Jeff that, that, that leads us not yeah that leads us nicely on to um, the whole idea of other licenses now I know there's probably some stuff you can talk about and some stuff you can't I mean yeah, well, first, the, your, your first one kind of being a musical character as well is really interesting because I have to admit I'd, I'd love a David Bowie figure um, but it's kind of like uh, I wonder if you could share anything with uh, with the kind of directions you're, you're thinking of going in um I personally like music, I like video games, uh, I like movies, um, and the same way that um, we're not following every single company in terms of the licenses that are the usual suspects, um, I'm trying to bring licenses to, um, sorry, 
products to the market based on uh, licenses and properties, which um, I think fans fans will be fans of, if I can put it like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're not restricted in, in what we're doing. And um, so, uh, yeah, in, in that sense, that it doesn't matter what country it's from. We could start doing figures from popular Chinese movies, right, from mainland China. I, I have no idea. It, and typically, I don't take licenses where I don't have artists that are passionate for the work. So I try to marry artists that are passionate about the project that they're about to work on. You just get something more magical out of it. Now, I know that's easy to say because we're a company that's starting out, and I know a lot of companies start out like that. And then, you know, you start getting licenses and sort of commercial pressures and putting products out and and so on and so forth And as, as you get bigger and bigger. But at the moment, let's enjoy the time that we've got now. And, hey, look, we'd love to see these figures come out um, internally as we're speaking, and we think everyone else will find them cool, so why don't we do them if we can go and obtain the licenses or the licenses or if they're available, not available, or whatever the case may be. So it's actually quite broad if that if that answers your question. Yeah, yeah. Now, I, uh, I, don't, I don't want to confuse you too much, um, VJ, but I just wanted to go back a little bit, just uh, uh, back a little bit. Again. We, we just skipped a little cool little question there, and I, I would imagine this is going to be a little important one for, for f- fans to think. And so we, un- we understand that the skin is silicone, but does that lessen the issue? Because obviously we've had silicone figures, things like that. We're always worried about the cracking and dome, like crack, domes cracking in ED209s. Dome's cracking on Mike Tyson figures and whatnot, or a, a dome's cracking on Mike Tyson figures, <laughs> you know, biceps cracking on Mike Tyson. <laughs> yeah. And uh, th- th- does this lessen the issue? Does that lessen the issue with cracking or spitting over time? I mean, what's what's your thing? And if it does, what's what's the trade-off with around the, the bit, uh, on the staining and like the color bleed on colors and just just the little the little things like that that people have discovered happens with these things over time. How how are you going to be, are are you addressing that? What's 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 your thinking there? Yeah, I, I think. I think I think the major issue uh well not the major issue I think I I came across a lot of companies in the in the US and even in England actually uh over, over in the Pinewood Studios and stuff like that and um talking to a lot of companies about the materials that they use uh masks that they make I mean I I'd seen some masks that they said I said how old is this one it looks new it says this is 10 years old I said really wow okay so um a lot of VFX houses, you know, I mean, the stuff that gets thrown around in, in movie studios and stuff like that, and the stuff that gets put away, um, they are very, very proficient. So I can say to you that a significant amount of investment has gone into oh, that. Oh, right. Excellent. Uh, and uh, the, the thing for me is silicone is something that everybody understands. And that's that's great. But you know there's hundreds of variants of silicone. You also know that there's such thing as compounds, not just for metals, but also for, for silicone, right? And there's other materials that can also mimic silicone. Um, so we're we're making taking all the precautions we can, and uh, we we're not just making something, putting it together. Say, you know what? We'll put this on top of it, and it should be okay. There are other steps that we can take, which cost more money, but we think it's worth it. Um, because we're already planning several figures, and um, I mean, you know, guys know that we're doing Jack Burton, right? Yeah. So, it's all um, the reflexes, really. And, um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, just, um, and Willy Wonka. You're working, you're working, you're working at too hard, Damon. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, anticipate um, lots of so, work. So, you know, and, and I know, and I, I think, I don't know which one of you said it, it might have been Jeff or, or, or Michael, um, that um, the physique's got to be accurate because you know that we're not just about creating accurate um, head sculpts. It's also about creating accurate physiques. 
And so that also adds in a layer of complexity, especially for our sculpting. Um, it's not just, um, you know, taking a, uh, a predetermined body and adding clip-on parts to say, you know what, that looks about right, and we'll just sculpt some new arms and, you know, that's it, and then we'll put clothing on it, it'll look great. So, um, so that's going to be something that we're working very, very hard on as well. So with multiple projects running, we're able to also sort of test it, test the theory of uh, fully costumed characters to, to ones that just wear a vest. So, yeah, and it's got to look right. Oh, so, wear a vest. Uh, hey! So <laughs> well, thinking, yes. Some 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 insight. I like the well. I like the vest, but you know, I'm I'm thinking yeah. I'm thinking Die Hard, Darren. That's what I was yeah. going for. Well, of course, Jack Burton's got <laughs> but, a vest as well. Of course, of course, Jack Burton's got a vest. Yeah, yeah sorry, exactly. Jack Burton's got the vest, not Die yeah. Hard, but Die Hard would be good uh, too. It's an eighties thing. It's an eighties thing. It is an eighties <laughs> thing. <laughs> so, so in that sense. If, if you think about it, is that some of these licenses, um, Lord of Things has very dynamic characters, like um, our, um, Legolas, um, the Jack Burton presents his own set of challenges, um, and so on and so forth, right? So when we're planning the lineup of what we're producing and what we're releasing, you can see that every single project has its unique, uh, unique elements to it mm. that we have to address. And so when we had you know all these licenses in the pipeline what we were doing we were, we were already addressing all these issues way way back yeah that fits perfectly with the next question your anticipated schedule you mentioned the lineup and planning for the next uh, yeah. several months so what really after you get Lennon um, shipping here what's really the plan for the next 12 to 18 months um, and uh, a sort of a follow-up question we know that certain companies will say you know we want to get X number of figures out a year across all yeah. the licenses do you have yeah. any sort of plan around that no I, th I think right now uh, we have our lineup of products. Um, the next one will also be one six scale that we release. Um, but we are. What I can tell you is that in the next two to three weeks, we are going to be putting up some more preview pages uh, mm. uh, for the next three projects that we're working on. So please, please look forward to that. Sweet. Um, and, uh, once I've, once we've locked those <coughs> in. Uh, we will because what happens is that we set off on on producing bodies and head sculpts and then accessories uh we actually produce you know, more accessories than we need and then we figure out what the skew is going to be and say okay look you know do we add this do we add that what's going to make more sense and what are the collectors going to value more etc cetera, etc cetera. so it's like a, almost like we set out with all our lego bricks and then say okay right we narrow it down and say okay this is what it's going to be and then depending on what uh production teams sort of ahead um, in terms of development, you know, then we'll, we'll say, you know what, we're going to go with this next and we're going to work on it. And I mean, they're all fantastic projects, right? I mean, I mean I'm really looking forward to Willy Wonka, but that, that's yeah. just me. Right? So uh, <laughs> I think it's a, a favorite of, of, of uh, one of the favorites of, uh, of Michael's, which never made it into his top 10, which I was a bit disappointed when, when I read that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is one of my favorites. But, yeah. So, um, so, yeah, it's about that. And then. You know, so he's got some crazy hair, right, Mr. Yeah. Uh, Gene Wilder? So we have to get that right. So even though, hey, look, the head's got looks amazing, uh, let's do the hair. And then we may do the hair and scrap it three times and then redo it. But that's that's part of the process because everybody thinks that, you know, you'll do it and it'll be done. And it's and it, well, what's the problem? It's not. There's there's a lot of trial and error in, that goes on into not just figures, but any industry, right? I mean, even in um, writing um, a simple piece of code, right, for, for gaming, right, yeah. for the animation or whatever. 
and then refining it, making it more efficient, and, and so on and so forth. Writing a tool for soft, software tools and plugins for for game engines that may not come along with you know with, with your Unreal or whatever. Uh, yeah. um, so a lot of that happens as well in figures. It's no different. Um, and then it's just the case which one's further ahead and and which one should we crack on with next. But what we are doing is is a net preview viewing the next two to three figures that we want to produce or revealing so you'll see some materials for it and then it will be a case-by-case basis in like where they are in production and what we can put out next um and uh, yeah and so in that way we've always got something that we can that we can produce and release right because cool. uh, you see i mean you've been talking a lot about innovation and r&d obviously so uh-huh. it's obviously a really important thing to you that you're as you say leading the market offering something fresh and new all the time um hope to lead the market already- yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's always the aim. Um, but I was yeah. just thinking, obviously, some of the licenses you've hinted at, like Lord of the Rings, The Hobbit, um, Harry Potter, Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters. These have been done by other people, sometimes very mm-hmm. well, sometimes not so well. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm just thinking, obviously, you've also talked about it at different scales. But what you know, what would your USP here be? For example, you were talking about William Wonka, and obviously, there's the whole thing about rooted or sculpted hair, for example. Um, are, are you kind of like just like looking into the R&D of, across the board of every single aspect of a figure and just thinking, right, what's the best way of delivering it? I think um, from the outset, we we do look at, at um, the production of all of these figures in terms of what's the ideal skew. So you can imagine how many times you have to watch the movie over and over and over and over again. And believe me, we have to because we spot things all the time. You know, like, I'd like, and some of these older movies, it's really sometimes difficult to like the inside of. I think we were looking at the inside of uh, Willy Wonka's um, jacket, you know, the gold lining inside. Yeah. And uh, I know that most companies would have just put some lining inside, and and I probably said, oh yeah, that's great. I don't know if I'd have ever gone back to the movie and said that's not exactly as as it should be. Um, yeah. So you know, we take a best guess and, and we work on those details. So in terms of the hair. And so, so forth for, uh, for for um, for Gene Wilder, it's pretty wild. So um, yeah. first of all, it's actually finding somebody that's actually going to help us to prototype it, um, yeah. and that can be tricky as well. And then it's um, and it's like, okay, if we're going to do this, and this is the time it actually takes for a professional to do it. You know, these guys that do one-off customs, like, how long is it going to take us to set up a production production line to do it? How long is it actually going to train a, a really sort of talented team? to actually make sure they're up to speed to produce to production. How much is that going to cost? And then it all adds into, mm. into the cost of production, the figure, yeah. the QA, how much wastage is there going to be, how many are going to reach, and is there going to be 70% that we can use and then 30% have to be thrown away and reworked? Um, has the connection going to work? How is it going to transport? There's, there's so many things to think about rather than, hey, you know what, I'd like to have that and can I have it, right? It's like, um, you can if you walk into McDonald's, right? But yeah. the the practicality sometimes say, you know what, this is a lot of pain, and we'll never get the figure out. So w- what do we do? Um, say, look, you know what, this. So let's get the hair sculpt. Fantastic, right? That's yeah. the same thing we can control. Um, mm. So it's all about what we can deliver to the quality. I mean, I think I've seen a Willy Wonka um, custom with with the rooted hair somewhere before, and it left a little bit to be desired, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, and and at one six, it's it's uh, it's challenging um, mm. to say the least. But uh, but you guys know, right? You know the custom guys out there, and you know that sometimes they'll do thirty pieces or sixty pieces. But sometimes you have to wait a year for it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, so you can imagine that. Um, and if they're and if they are putting their heart and soul into it, you can imagine a to set up a production line 
for it and B, manage that production line to make sure every single one is accurate uh, or close enough or good enough um, because it'll only take one person to edit and it not be quite right and, you know, well, you know the rest. Right, yeah. So how how do you... Uh, get- trust me, the one that's not right is the one I always get. <laughs> <laughs> you did but me. Is that a hint that... Is that a hint that you want two sending out? Uh, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> the wonky eye. <laughs> the one with the wonky eye. I'll, I'll send you Aitmans. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, how about, uh, so how, how, how does that work out? And how, how is it then that you guys have, have a Ghostbusters license and, and, and a Lord of the Rings license? Then how do, how do, and, and indeed a um, big Every studio has their, own, um, has their own structure of how they do licensing. Let me put it to you this way. Uh, I've been in the consumer electronics industry and... Um, you know, I contracted there for quite a while. And they'd be manufacturing, have their own brands, and um, they'd be having distributors everywhere. And in some territories, they'd have just one, and they'd have that relationship for three or four years. But whether you're Sony, whether you're Microsoft, or any, any of these big corporations, even if they have one partner, uh, no agreement is ever exclusive because it's just the corporation's prerogative, if I could Oh, say right. that. Okay, cool. And um, yeah, because at the end of the day, it's about relationship, and and that's what everything is built on. You know, even your daily lives, right? They're all based on relationships that you have. You know, exactly. with your friends, your families. You don't have contracts or anything, right? So, of course, contracts are there to protect intellectual property, payments, and and copyright notices, and and making sure that you abide by the rules and you respect the rules. Um, but at the end of the day, um, you know, you've uh, if anything goes wrong, you've only got yourself to blame. So, but uh, you can imagine, right, the amount of money that goes into these things, right? So it's a lot of it's done on relationship and trust. So which, I think that's the, that's about the easiest way I can put it without divulging too much. Which of course begs the question: Do I cancel my Blitzway Ghostbusters? <laughs> mm. Actually, I've got a few friends of mine that um, still waiting for theirs. So yeah, uh, no, no, they're, they're not out yet. So they're, they're not out yet. But that, that, that's see. Well, yeah. we'll see. Uh, yeah. Next yeah. question, lads. Mike, you're up. Oh, is it me? You're up, Mike. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so last question really around directly around licensing. Um, yeah. uh, perhaps your most anticipated license right now because of the fact that it's, uh, uh, well, Willy Wonk is mine, but everybody else really is interested in Travis Pickle. Uh, you know, it's a yeah. character that people have wanted in six scale for a long time, mm-hmm. and it's certainly not one that they were ever going to, thought they were ever going to get unless they did a custom. Mm-hmm. So can you give us any uh, insight into the plans around him and the process that that of getting the licensing? That would I, everybody's assuming that was pretty pretty tricky. Um, all licenses have their challenges because even if you have a license um, and you make a product and then you submit it, it still has to go through a process of approval. If that makes sense, so we don't don't take anything for granted. Mm. Um, we we have the taxi driver taxi driver license, and we do have plans for it. But it's um, another one which is kind of unique in terms of the way that he's portrayed in the film. The physique, um, the the skin is kind of <laughs> quite visible, right? Mm. Um, for throughout the throughout the fi- uh, you know it's kind of iconic, right? Uh, mm-hmm. With his several looks within there. So I think that with with our first few uh, figures because where we're doing, you know, we have majority of them are wearing costumes rather than Jack Burton. I think it's something that uh, we really want to perfect and get it absolutely spot on um, in terms of um, the physique 
and every and, and so on and so forth so similar to jack burton it's something that's going to take a little bit of time it's going to take a lot of care and attention to get spot on um just purely because of you know the shirtless nature of uh, mm-hmm. of the of the character right so um now you've got me thinking about the mirror so anyway <laughs> <laughs> jeff yeah. Um, yeah, going back to uh, to Lennon, actually, um, you yep. on your website you've said that the first one thousand are going to be um, sequentially numbered. Uh, yeah. Is that something you're considering doing for other releases as well? Uh, and will it just be for like yeah. the early, you know, first first? They're almost like the first editions off the batch. The early adopters, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Um, we're doing the same for the for the skeleton as well, uh-huh. um, because we. We weren't planning originally to actually release the skeleton. Um, I didn't want that to be the focus. I wanted it to be the focus on, yeah. on, on the online and everything that we're doing. But had so many Facebook messages, um, people yeah. saying that we have to buy the skeleton. If you do the skeleton, I'll buy six. And it's like, oh, really? Um, yeah. And we weren't, weren't planning on it. And um, and then, you know, that I started sort of getting seeing messages. People say, oh, you know, who's going to be the first to slice open the and I yeah, yeah. didn't want people really to do that to do that either. Um, yeah. Kind of felt weird, you know. People were saying they're going to slice the body. Ah, my babies! <laughs> I'm cutting up my babies. This is crazy. <laughs> so we thought, you know what? You know, I can't. I can't. If it was a personal, emotive, emotional thing or whatever, but I just thought, you know, yeah. I can't have that. Um, so we'll, we'll put the skeleton out. Not not like crazy, but like put it at a reasonable price, so people can have a look at it, touch it, feel it, and, and whatever they want yeah. to do. Um, and um, there's a few extra bits and bobs that I think will make it very, very cool indeed, yeah. um, which we're working on as well, and uh, which I don't want to talk about too much right now. But it had to have some... Sorry, go ahead. No, 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 I was going to say, well, I always thought, you know, looking at it, it would make a great artist model as well. So it's Yeah, I, I was going to use it for that. Yeah, you could use it for some great posing, take some photos, draw the skin over it, and, you know, it's, it just looks really ideal for that. Yeah. No, yeah, very, very I, I, I agree. There's this there's something else as well that I wanted to enhance the experience uh-huh. uh, for it with. And uh, that will be... I can, I can, I can sense you really want to tell us, but you can't. <laughs> no, I can't. I can't. And, uh, <laughs> But it'll be it'll be it'll be shown um, okay. uh, shortly, no, no doubt, and uh, okay. I think it'll be pretty cool. Because yes, look, you've, I've seen it before, right? There's and and I get it because so many you know the TTMs would come out and the BL two point five and the three point zero and the three point five will come out, which is great, and you know people can make their own costumes, they can do all sorts. But I just didn't want to do it and think oh my goodness they're just milking it for the sake of it because that was never the intention um it was all about making great figures but uh the thing is it's as i said to you right at the start i think i said it is that as a collector and for collectors we pay a really high price for figures and i think that the quality of what we deliver should be really high as well so this this is this is really the key and and not hike up the price so crazy crazy that, that it puts people out of the market I mean there's limitations to what we can do because we're trying to push the tech forward and um, the more we make the more we sell of course um, the product production cost gets amortized as well right, okay. um, so um, you know it's, it's going to be about building the business building the community building the fan base and it's only going to happen by delivering the first figure and then grow from there and as it grows um, my sort of pledge if you want to call it that this should come at the end, right? What's your message to fans? But I'll probably break in. No, that's fine. Oh, that's all right. You can repeat it at the end. Just about, continue, 
<laughs> yeah, it's just, it's just it's just continuing innovating as much as we possibly can um, because the technology is out there. We haven't reinvented a wheel. We've just taken everything that's out there, uh, whether it be existing, whether it's inspiration, and we've just spent a lot of time to make sure that how can we actually put this and make this into a figure um, and... Um, and for figure collectors, right? And not just figure collectors, because I think I think um, sometimes, you know, I'd have figures and people would think, you know, okay, these are plastic dolls just for grown-ups, and, you know, you'd feel a bit, this is a bit of a geeky geeky um, sort of hobby. And it used to be with video games like that, you know, back in the early, very early 90s, Master System, Mega Drive, Super Nintendo. But, you know, when, when the PlayStation 1 came out and Ridge Racer came out and Tekken came out, you know, you'd bring your parents in and bring your friends in and say, Things look were at this is an experience. Wow, that looks real. Oh my God, this is brilliant. And I want to be able to have collectors, even though, as myself, is bring my girlfriend in or bring my friend in and say, check this out. Um, and wow them. You and know, not freak them out. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, and um, and there's, there's numerous ways to do that. But also a lot of thought has to go into it creatively by, by the team as well. So it's not it's not gimmicky mm. sort no, of thing. Right? You're, 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 and that's why I didn't just want Hmm? Sorry, no, sorry, yeah. go, go. Sorry, no, I was interrupting. Go ahead, continue. Sorry. That's why with the skeleton, just saying, oh, here's a skeleton, and you can buy it now. It's like, okay, what can we add to this to really enhance the experience for it? So we're working on that at the moment. Sweet. So uh, please look forward to that as well. Irony skin or something? That'd be good. <laughs> Some irony skin. Now you 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 were just talking about the price point and trying to get. I mean, the price point on Lennon is is three hundred US dollars. I mean, do you, do you anticipate that being the average price of your offerings? Do you expect the licenses to vary somewhat is is three hundred dollars the kind of I, I, ballpark I think, I think area. The thing is, I think that it's with um, with John Lennon. It's a very unique situation. So of course there is some factors in terms of uh, licensing fees and and on all that sort of stuff. But there's also about um, some of the unique elements that go inside him, um, and obviously the skeleton and the cost of all of that sort of stuff. So for subsequent figures um every property is is kind of unique uh not every pro not completely unique but there is some must-haves or absolute essentials that have to go go with that figure to really complete the experience so um for john it had to be two head expressions there's just no doubt about it it's just the way you can do imagine and just release one head sculpt right mm -hmm. i mean which one do you do so you know so so to make sure, and this is what I was going right in the beginning about. Look, we we'll plan out these skews. So, what's the what's the essential skew? What's the ultimate skew? Uh, um, wow, that ultimate skew is <laughs> going to go north of four hundred, so we can't do that. So, how do we deliver that experience? How we deliver the right head sculpt expressions? How do we make sure the accessories are quite right and just not there for the numbers and then and the multiple hand poses and, and all this that and the other else that unique that we want to that we want to put together for that particular package so that that may have an effect on the price but we will try to keep it as as stable as possible so that everybody can enjoy it and so but that's uh, an economical balance right um that has to be sort of carefully managed and uh, sometimes like you know doing these early soft launches or previews has given us some really good feedback so uh and it's helped us to fine-tune certain things that we want to do with the with the figure um and elements that we want and stuff like that so it does help that feedback because once we we announce the figure and this is it and this is this is what you're going to get and then there's no going back right mm. there's, there's no there's no room for maneuverability and i think you're going to see more of that from us 
going forward as well. So you kind of come in with a kind of a minimum thing, and this is the minimum you can expect. And then as things are going to, oh, we can add this. Oh, we can add that. Oh, yeah, exactly. Cool. That's gotcha. why we're going to be doing like preview pages, and uh, we are going to put some obscure sort of work in progress stuff out there. There's there's a lot of things that we've got planned, and it, I think it's. I don't know when when I was a collector, and even in the gaming industry, it's like here's an early preview, here's a sneak peek, and good, bad, or ugly, it doesn't matter, because when the full reveal comes. You know the guys that are on the fence will pile in. Mm. That's, that's not our goal is to put it out there and just gather as many orders as we quickly can and say, yeah, we're done. Let's get it out there. Mm. It's actually to look out for some constructive feedback um, and and stuff that we may have not thought of and stuff like that. And um, and just also to get that that sort of um, I think a lot of people out there want to see the work in progress and want to want to get involved and, and see what's happening and then you've got the other side of it right and uh, which is everyone says no no I just want to see the full figure why isn't that available right now and uh, it's like well, that's just not how we roll right now so, so you're gonna have to check check back in three months or something right uh, yeah. so um, so yeah so we can't cater for everybody um, but I think that what we are doing is is something um, something a bit different. And if it starts to wear off and people aren't that interested in it, and because they've seen it a hundred times, then we'll just we'll just change a gear, you know, and yeah. then do it differently. So we'll adapt. We'll adapt as well. And uh, and I think that's that's just it. Kind of sort of like goes in line with continually continually uh, innovating with what we're doing. So yeah. Well, that kind of answers part of the next question. The next question was going to be kind of around this idea of, you know, how do you uh, balance getting early input um, as you move forward with different licenses with the idea that you don't want to pre-order. You know, you've, you, on the website you guys have talked about, well, we don't want pre-orders to go up until we're close to, to um, shipping. So uh, you just kind of answered some of that around, you know, still yeah. getting collector's sure. input early and making sure that you're getting feedback on various aspects of the figure. Uh, I'm assuming, though, that you're you're still going to, even though you're providing that information, because Lennon's a little mm. unique, right, because he's the first one. So he's a little, yeah. uh, a little slightly different situation. Uh, but I'm assuming that means going forward we might see an early sculpt of, like, a, you know, a Jack Burton uh, well before the pre-orders actually go up rather than... Um, you know, pre-ordering the first time we see something, which other companies tend to be the way they are. Yeah, I think right? I think um, I think we're sort of like um, um, the approach that we've got right now. So the next preview could just be a stack of accessories, right, for for the next figure. And people may say, "What's that doing there?" or, or "Where's that this?" And if we get an overwhelming thing about where's this one accessory that everybody wants, then we will look at including that, right? And then on the other side of it is, um, don't get me wrong, pre-orders have been have been good. There's been a, there's always going to be those guys that are the early adopters, right? I mean, we all know that Kickstarter exists, we all know that crowdfunding exists, and all those sort of things, right? And even I'm sort of like sometimes looking at things, thinking, you know what, Shenmue's coming, Shenmue three is coming, and uh, you know what, well, I'm going to. I've got to make sure that I get, you know, get in early because I want this, I want that, right? So it's about choice at the end of the day. So everyone has a choice um, when they want to pre-order and how they want to perceive things, right? So all we're doing is expanding that choice. And also from from our point of view, if we if we see that there's a significant interest in a specific product or or certain question marks are coming up or certain requests are coming up, it allows us to adapt. Um, whereby, as I was saying, just showcasing the fully completed thing there and then 
there's just no time to do anything. Um, mm-hmm. That's okay for licenses which are from the 80s, 90s, you know, from several years ago. But then if you're starting to then work with properties which are out in 12 months because it's a movie tie-in, um, right. and then things are changing every single day and you're trying to ride the wave of uh, the the marketing from one of the big, right. you know... Well, and there may be things you that, can't show. Exactly. Yeah. You can't A, you can't show, B, um, you can't change, and 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 see what you produce is that's all you're limited to do because you haven't got access to everything or you've had access to everything and then something's changed during production but your production's underway so you can't change it so so you're under under a different type of pressure um and time constraints right um to produce and and i've collected figures you know for the popular movies like everybody has and it's like this is really limited right in terms of what you got for my money and etc 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 but uh you know we don't currently have that challenge right um so i i it's it's a different challenge we haven't faced and it'll be an interesting one to to deal with when when we do cool well um going on to the next question i mean as um as mike just said you kind of covered covered some of the the questions we had kind of pretty oh, sorry pretty no no it's good it's good it's so that they kind of roll onto each other and, and that makes total sense but one thing we haven't really touched on yet is um just how collectors are going to get their hands on these things so it's, it's more about distribution yeah. um i mean yeah. you know for the us for the uk all of europe for the worldwide really i just wondered what your plans were on getting these into the hands of the collectors um so our distribution pages is up it should yeah. be up <laughs> so uh our distributors are announced on on there and uh-huh. um, our partners, preferred partners, I should say. Um, so, and we do get continually get approached by retailers and distributors, um, you know, all from all over the world. And as you know, we've got strategic offices in Japan, Hong Kong, mm-hmm. London, and and from and in LA. So, as you know, that we are providing a service where we ship direct to consumer. Um, so uh, whether it's from Asia Pacific, whether it's in Japan, whether it's from London to to the whole of Europe, or whether it's in from Los Angeles to to the whole of the uh, North America, um, so we're positioned strategically quite well. To but the thing oh. is, is that some of the other companies, the the major players, they've been established for decades, shall we say, mm-hmm. yeah. um, and they've also got loyal customers. Um, and they've got lo- loyalty programs and point systems and all that. That, yeah. and they prefer to to buy from from them. And I have no problem with that whatsoever. Um, and um, so we've struck struck deals, shall we say, uh, yeah. with these uh, with these companies. And they have their structure of how they want to work and 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 how they service their customers. So we've had to take all of that into consideration and uh, and um, and work with them as well, just to get. Just to get everybody um, sort of like um, singing from the same hymn sheet, um, oh. and being able to order the product, uh-huh. we still get consumers saying, you know, messaging us saying, "Where can I buy this from?" And then direct them to to uh, either dis- distributor or retailers within their region or to yeah. our website, which is interesting. <laughs> which is interesting because it's obviously up for pre-order, so it's it's kind of kind of peculiar. But they, but, you know, yeah. they may have just come across it on our web- on our Facebook page or whatever and said, "Hey, look, how do I get a hold of this?" So yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to wrap up the next few questions now, and, and we're coming up to the end of the show. So, have your little own personal. I have a, I have a few personal questions I'd like to ask ask at the end, but we'll, we'll get to those. Um, now we, on this podcast, we've been discussing now for several. Oh, sorry. Go on. I have a girlfriend. 
You have a girlfriend. <laughs> there you go. All right, there's that. Yeah, that's... I don't know what your personal questions are. Gonna <laughs> that's that's that answers, uh, ladies and gentlemen out there. That, that answers that question. So, <laughs> no no favors for figures. Um, on the opposite side, oh no, sorry, not on the opposite side. You know, we've been discovering on this, on this podcast now for several episodes that the industry is ripe for the next big thing. And what do you think that might be? What do you, what do you kind of think is the, is this next big thing? And it's you know what the what we, I mean, you you guys are clearly trying to do something kind of very different and innovative. I mean, do do you guys yeah. feel of what what you guys are doing, or is it, it like well, it's kind of a twofold thing because at the start you said it was you know you're, all the stuff that you guys are using is already out there. So I guess the question would be, what would you like? What what would you think would like to be the next kind of the big development on in this kind of industry? To be honest with you, what we're planning will stay under wraps. Um, what the other companies do out there, that'll be down to them. Right. But it can only be good for collectors, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool, 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 cool. Mike? Yeah, um, kind of the heart of a lot of concerns that other that we've seen collectors having, or at least some of them, because uh, mm -hmm. you've announced a lot of licenses, um, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of innovative change right out of the gate, uh, especially yeah. with the new body. Um, along with that, your price point actually seems pretty competitive considering mm -hmm. the, the, the skeleton. Uh, and the timeline for Lennon has been quite short. So you can understand mm -hmm. that that combination of things has got a lot of collectors feeling, shall we say, skeptical uh, mm -hmm. about the company and what's possible. Uh, mm -hmm. I just wanted to give you an opportunity. What would you say to those people who are skeptical at this point? I think the most important thing is uh, for me is to keep releasing materials, keep uh, releasing information, and um, get this product in the hands of the um, appropriate people in the industry that everybody respects and um and then take it from there because my goal is purely to deliver the quality that we're targeting and everything is going to be you know based about uh, on the reviews of those figures right it's like any industry whether it's a car and you know they've spent billions of dollars on marketing um and you know x amount of people will go and buy it and then x amount of people will wait and sit on the fence until reviews are out so this industry is a little bit different because when we go into production, it's, it's very, very hard to go into production and then go into production again or anything like that because mm -hmm. once, we've, once we're done with production, that's it. There is no more. Um, but obviously, you know, we've been invited to uh, showcase our products at several events that are coming up and uh, we'll do our best to get the product there as well so people can actually see it. But I think... The actual having it in your hands is, I think, is, which is the really determining factor because oh, of yeah. um, how different it's going to be. Because because one of the key things for me is that I've talked about the plastic about the skeleton is the fidelity movement as well and mm -hmm. the ease of being able to pose everything mm -hmm. and not worry about pulling a joint or loosening a joint or something falling off or the costume looking weird and spending hours and hours and hours trying to repose it and so on and so forth. So, so I mean, right now, it's really hard to, to say, oh, look, don't, it's going to be perfect. Uh, yeah, just, you know, do this and do that. And I think it's, this is the first one. Once this hits and once that people actually realize what it is that we're doing and what we've done, then, then I, I believe everything will the partnership between the company and, and uh, collector will grow. And, I'm, and we're patient and we're fine with that. You, you happen to mention uh, upcoming events. You guys going to have a presence at uh, San Diego Comic-Con? Um, we're actually discussing that um, 
with our partners right now so if that is a possibility we will definitely do it i mean it's not just the SESDCC. You know that there's tons, right? There's the Wonder Festival oh, coming up in Japan. There's the Hong Kong ACG and stuff like that. And there's, there's stuff in China, Thailand, Singapore. So it's just going to be a case of, hey, you know, what do we do to make sure we attend those, but also make sure the priority's got to be about delivering jobs. Mm-hmm. So yeah. uh, maybe that ha- that can happen before those events even occur, right? Which will be which will mm-hmm. be even better. Um, which I think, yeah, which would be fantastic, and I think that's my that's my ultimate goal. And we don't have like ten figures that they've suddenly got to find space for, <laughs> you know. So <laughs> it'd be great if we did. So and budget. So I'm, I'm, yeah, exactly. So the flexibility will be there. I'm, I'm pretty sure you know, uh, the gate will be left open for as long as possible for us to uh, to make a uh, to make our um, how can I say, our presence felt, so so to speak. Excellent. So we might actually see you at San Diego. Maybe we might see you at San Diego next year. We might. Be. I'll probably be, I'll probably be probably somewhere in China probably at that time. Right. Okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. Uh, writing at writing at writing at your home address or some sort. This one's got to go down right now. <laughs> <laughs> right. Then. Was there any free for all kind of questions any, anyone wanted to ask? I've I've got like one or just few stupid silly questions. But anybody wanted to kind of because we're going to wrap up the show now. Any of you guys got any slightly random questions? Uh, uh, no, one, I'm good. Yeah, the only one I was going to ask was, um, and obviously I hinted earlier that I've always really wanted a Bowie figure, and there are certain other music figures I'd really like. Oh, yeah. But like I said, with the fact that Lennon is the first one, and we've, we've had hints of others, you know, most of them are from movie licenses, etc. But is is the music industry something mm-hmm. that you, you, you know, you, you, you're going to focus on in particular, do you think? Absolutely. Yeah. Excellent. Cool. Jimi Hendrix. I mean, it's certainly right. Yeah. Well, yeah. And Prince. Hendrix, the Stones, there's so many. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Freddie Mercury. Freddie. Yeah. Oh, Freddie Mercury. Absolutely. Well, I guess, I mean, I guess there's a fine line choosing the kind of artist that you kind of want and the artist that would sell. I mean, Jen Lennon is going to sell a lot of John. There's a lot of John Lennon fans yeah. out there. I would imagine that most of those serious John Lennon vinyl collectors will maybe want this figure. I'm, I'm thinking yeah. they probably will. But yeah, I, I think the trick is is starting strong, and then once you get a you, you start to develop a line with two or three must-have musicians, mm-hmm. you're more likely to get completists who are interested. And in, you know, they might not have ever bought a Freddie Mercury, but yeah. if they can put Freddie Mercury next to Lennon and Bowie, yeah, uh, and you know, yeah. you, you get six or seven of them, then they start you, the B characters start oh, to get to be yeah. a little more viable. Yeah. Yeah. Now, how's this all sounding to you, VJ? Is that something as well? Uh, something that uh... I was burning a massive. A massive hole in my pocket, I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> All my cash is disappearing. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> oh, but I think I think Jimi um, Hendrix and Freddie Mercury are like, oh come on, they're like, yeah. the, they're they're the ones um, really, and arguably maybe Jim Morrison, maybe, maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's very very exciting. But I mean, one license that I would, I would love. You gonna you might you might balk at this, you might not, but it's like no one has it, no one has made it, and it's it's a it's a finely acted movie with an extremely high budget and a debut by a finely well spoken actor. Masters Universe from 1987. <laughs> um, you always lead it back to that. It always it? goes back to this, doesn't it, lads? No, this come is on, a... I, I want Withnil and I, but I know it's not going to happen. <laughs> I'd have a Withnil and I. What's in your hump? Um, I would. I mean, I would love a Frank Langella. Skeletor, what one six skeleton? But I guess that that is that just too an obscure license. I mean, that's the thing. How would you? Because I actually would argue that that's a license that would actually sell, but you would have to make a fixed amount in order to make sure that you do actually make some coin off it and things like that. But I mean, what I, I mean, you... I'll be honest with you. I'll be honest with you, um, um, Raymond. Is that 
not, obviously, I don't know if this is, this is not really supposed to make it into the final cut of your your program, but uh, there's a, there are figures out there that we want to make, and we know that they may not be totally commercially viable to do, mm. but they may just be that something that the team or a, if, uh, if a specific artist said look I want to make this it's really important for us so we would definitely look at that um, I'm not really sure the, exactly the one that you're pertaining to from 1987 but uh, I, I'm not as um, up on pop culture as I should be and even John Lennon right it was like um, it was like kind of like a personal one that we really wanted to do we really went in and, and pitched not didn't even pitch just just spoke you know from, uh, from inside and said look this is why we want to do John Lennon right yeah exactly and but not it wasn't just about let's make a John Lennon figure and get it out there but I think also his messages and uh, for the time that you know that the world's facing right now there was just a multitude of reasons yeah right? look, he's, just, a, uh, he's a timely figure actually he's timely yeah and um and this is just critical to do him and um and, and Gene Wilder was another one when I left England uh, um to go to, to the state to talk about different licenses it just it was just one of the ones i just really wanted to do when the opportunity came i did everything i possibly could to make sure we nailed it um and it wasn't about anything else and then for the right sculptor to come along to make it um and um he's uh you know he's done an amazing job so far amazing and it's just it's just stuff that i'm really passionate about which i think is really important to come out of the come out of the gates with i know a lot of people are passionate about star wars and and so on and so forth not really one of my passions but it's uh, some of these uh, some of the ones that you've actually mentioned some of you guys were just talking about uh, are ones that uh, we're definitely focused on Ooh, so uh, if that gives you any hope yay oh, excellent, excellent. But, uh, so but you know that there's with... a limit to, to, <laughs> you know there's a limit to what I can say right without yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally, totally. because yeah. Because you you know I, I I'm I'm kind of like speaking to you, but um, half the time I was speaking to you guys, I forgot that I was actually representing the company. <laughs> so it was just like chatting to you guys as if uh, we were just meeting down meeting down the pub, right? Yeah. So, uh, but that's just how I am. Cool. You know? So uh, yeah. yeah, and I'm pretty accessible, and um, but we'll do I'll do my level best to to make sure that uh, that we get something fantastic out there, which has got to be the goal because. I love comic books like you guys no doubt do figures and, and games and um, and figures for me is like one of those industries as I said to you and, and I think Michael's said it a few times in his in his reviews and his, and his posts and that, that say look you know when is someone going to actually come out and do something and um, and it was just that the right people were around me at the time and we all sort of said you know what let's why can't we do this and actually there's no reason why we can't so let's not make any excuses let's just get on with it excellent you know? Excellent. Synergy in it. Synergy. Absolutely. Synergy in it. They yeah. love that. They love that at UK business meetings. Oh. <laughs> well, that, no, that's been absolutely great. I mean, it's just, it is just really interesting to see, to see what's happening. I mean, obviously, I think once Lenin hits, I think that will be the boom. We're here, and think that mm. that that that'll be so. We're 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 hopefully we're hopefully to have Lenin around the July margin, and so while. It, Basically, this summer will be hopefully the summer for Molecule to do their big, big, big debut, so to speak. Yeah, hey, I have one random stupid question. Oh yeah, what does Molecule Eight mean? Oh yeah, <laughs> um, it's something that uh, I sounds think good. Become, yeah, I think I think it's um it's something that will become apparent as we go further on. It's um ah, it's it's, a it's um it's there's a grander vision to what we're trying to do. Um, and um, 
it's it's something that will kind of just become synonymous with with some of the products that we've that we're planning down the down the line in the future so um there's a lot of things that we are doing can't talk about um and uh, because we went into this with a a five five year plan and uh, that that, the plan can change but it's it's it wasn't something that's tomorrow let's just make a figure and get it out there and let's see what happens right so um and we work very collaboratively with our artists and so on and so forth. So expect some more information about, about artists and stuff that we're working with as well, because it's about bringing the community together and bringing them closer to the action of what it is that we're actually doing and how this stuff is produced, because there's a lot of, I can't say myth, but sort of sort of like noise. obscure yeah, noise out there, which it's not about clearing up that noise. It's about, you know, providing information that we can provide, and to help people to un- understand the process and be more comfortable with it. But and we're trying to do that out of the gate, which is pretty, pretty um, debatable internally, shall we say? But I said no, it's something we have to do. We have to be as open as possible about what we're doing there uh, because we can only benefit from that from the feedback which we have. Uh, that's why we set up the forum straight away. Um, and, uh, and and we're trying to do everything that we possibly can uh, right out of the gate and, 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 and maintain it and improve on those things uh, rather than holding back and holding back and holding back and then everyone wondering what's going on. So, um, well, we so yeah, and that's, the, why, the and that's why we're doing the podcast as oh. well, right? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So the name is a mystery wrapped in an enigma slobbered over with secret sauce. And a five-year mission. Lots of things are and done a five-year five mission. mission. Yeah, yeah, I think somebody else did a five-year go. mission. There you go. Well, VJ's on a five-year mission. <laughs> well, VJ, thank you very much for coming on our show. I mean, it, it, it's it's yeah. it's very exciting. No, no, no. We're going to be so watching this space, and yeah. we, we've said this to our guests as well that maybe like in a year's time, then a year or two, we can come back on the podcast again, and that uh, we can talk then, and then we'll be, it'll be a nice little retrospective to go from there and from there to there kind of thing, and be able to look, go back and and see how things have developed and what's been out and there'll be loads of figures and products I'm sure in about 10 years time we'll be talking about like I don't know some crazy new development in the toy figure making industry like, oh yeah I, I, I'm, gonna, I'm pushing to I'm pushing to do it a lot quicker than that cool so. cool, 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 cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well that's yeah. it has to, it has to it has to be it has to be because I think what we're doing will hopefully trigger other companies to do it as well and that as I said to you that can only be better for us to keep everyone yeah. competitive yeah. Uh, from that level and, and us because because this becomes so cool in a few years' time, unbelievably cool, and uh, and I think that's what we've, that's what yeah. we really really got got to do and, and push on. And because there are licenses that have been done that I want to do again, but I want to apply the innovation that we've got planned further down the line yeah. to to those figures, right? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Excellent. Well, cool. great, VJ. Thank you very much for coming on yeah. our show, man. Yeah. Uh, no Mike, Jeff, thank you so much. Are we are we are we off the air now? Because I, I I wanted to have a well, not a quick chat with you, VJ, but I just wanted to say um. We're not really off the air, so no, 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 no effing and blinding. Oh. No effing no, and blinding, you. Don't you worry, no. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you'd ra- wound up. No, not yet. I'll, I'll wrap up and I'll say I've wrapped up. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you know, yeah. Well, we're going to wrap up now. We're going to wrap up now. Vijay, again, thank you very much for coming on the show. We'll have you on oh, again sure. in a year or so time. Yeah. And, much uh, appreciate we'll, we'll be chit-chatting, I'm sure. Mike and Jeff, do you want to say goodbye to our guest? And indeed, bye, bye, Vijay. Thanks for uh, being on. Thank you. Thank you very much. 
Excellent. All right, guys. Well, listeners, there you go. I hope that has answered some questions for all those Molecule 8 people out there, especially some of those dudes on the Sideshow Freaks that were simply blowing gaskets and blowing bl- blame, uh, blood vessels and everything <laughs> on there. So I hope that's answered some of your questions as well. Uh, so from all of us here on the Hot Toy Cast, and indeed from uh, Molecule 8, uh, good night, good evening, and good morning to all. All in that order. See you guys later. Bye-bye.